The harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. Why did he use that word? God goes to extreme measures to bring the loss to himself. The greatest gift you will ever give this world is your intimacy with God. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are all three inside of me. I've got the power right now. I think what Jesus really wants is people to go. I want to be the answer to Jesus' prayer request. Welcome to the Fuel for the Harvest podcast. When this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world, then shall the end come. Hey everyone, and welcome to this latest episode of Fuel for the Harvest. This is Nathan. And this is Charlie. We're your host for today, and we're really excited to welcome our friend Vince Gibbons. Vince, thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, glad to be here. Thank you guys for having me. So uh, Vince is a college student, or uh, going to be a college student, and uh, you just recently decided to follow Jesus. And so uh, we're really excited to have you on the podcast because, you know, like most people are making this decision kind of younger than you or maybe right at your age. And so, yeah, I just want to hear more about your story and what that was like for you. Yeah, and Vince, he, uh, within, correct me if I'm wrong, but within a six-month time frame, you decided to give your life to Christ and hop on a plane to the bush of Africa to unreach people. Is that right? Yep, that's right. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, yeah, so Vince, why don't you just kind of start off telling us about yourself and what your life was like before you met Jesus and what happened? Yeah, so it all kind of really started uh, last year during the pandemic where when things were really tough for a lot of people. And uh, for me, I was just during high school going through just these stages of depression, like really heavy anxiety mm-hmm. Um, even to the point where I was just really, you know, struggling with suicidal thoughts and things like that, Um, really just fighting these inner battles. And, um, you know, I felt like I was at at this kind of breaking point, and that's when, you know, the Lord came to meet me where I was uh, during the summer of last year. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so, uh, like, what was happening in that point of life that you decided to follow Jesus? How did that how did that happen? Like yeah, what, you're in a place of, you to that point. You're in a place of depression at the end of yourself. Nothing's working. Uh, you're like, man, this is it. This is the end. There's nothing more than how did you come to say, Hey, this is what Jesus is about. And I want to, I want to follow him. Yeah. It was super interesting. Cause, um, I was going through a lot of counseling and things like that. Just talking to a lot of different people, just trying to get some help. And, uh, man, I just really feel like it was just a miracle. And, um, I just started reading the Bible one day and I just felt like the Lord spoke to me and I don't really know how I got to that point, but I just, um, Mm. you know, picked up a Bible and started reading it and uh, I just felt that, you know, the Lord really spoke to me, started uh, watching some different sermons and things like that, started doing some more research and then from there, uh, you know, the rest is really history. (laughs) So um, what was your background, like what were your beliefs at that point? What did you believe about God, the world, like who's the one true God? Like what what was your background? Yeah, uh I don't nothing. I, I, <laughs> I yeah, I didn't believe that I was a sinner that, you know, I I thought of myself as just, you know, a good person and that that in itself would just be good enough. Um mm. uh I didn't really like the idea of like being called out uh, as a sinner, but um you know, God began to open my mm. eyes to that and just really show me how uh, deprives our human nature is. Yeah. Mm. So you find yourself in your room, depressed, suicidal, mm. 
lonely at the end of yourself. The pandemic's brought further isolation. So maybe some of these things are in your heart starting to come out even more, right? Right. And um, <clears throat> you find yourself in that place. You happen to have a Bible. Yeah. And uh, you grab it off the shelf. Probably, I mean, when's the last time you had even touched it? Never? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> never, yeah. Okay, it just was decoration yeah. on the shelf, basically. Yeah. And uh, so you pick it up and you read it and you said God spoke to you. Like, what? how did that happen? Like, what did that look like? What did he say? Tell, tell us more about that. Yeah, um, can't exactly remember which book it was. And, uh, it was just kind of the the Gospels overall, uh, just kind of flipping through the Gospels and uh, just reading about the life of Christ and just learning more about Christ and, uh, you know, just how he is fully man and fully God really just spoke to me and, you know, how he came down here to, to meet us and to, uh, to, that he related to us as uh, individuals was something that, that really spoke to me. Um, just because uh, during this time of depression and, you know, heavy anxiety, I just really felt like I was, I was truly alone. And I felt that um, I really had nobody who was who cared for me. I, you know, I thought, um, you know, that no one would be no one would be able to understand me. And mm-hmm. and so, in through reading the Gospels, I really felt as if um, you just spoke to me in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just really felt loved in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like he saw you, he understood you. Right. All of those things that nobody could provide for you, he was providing. Yeah, like mm-hmm. just the true intimacy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's awesome. So. You read this, you feel like God's speaking to you that, hey, he could be with you. He can provide this security for you, right. uh, this presence with you, this love for you. Mm-hmm. And then what? Like you said, okay, Jesus, I want to follow you. Or you just had this sense or like what What happened? Yeah, it was <clears throat> probably the span of a few weeks, but I uh, just started praying for the first time. And um, I just remember how I just spent hours uh, within you know, just the first weeks of, of, you know, speaking to the Lord, I just spent hours in, in prayer and it's just something completely new to me mm. that, um, I never even heard about before really. And, um, so just got to experience in- intimacy of the Lord through that as well. Um, but yeah, I'd say over, the, it was over the span of a couple of weeks and then I decided to finally make that decision. Mm. Wow. And uh, where that uh, I mean, yeah. it's pretty like it's pretty interesting that like yeah. you're coming from, you're not coming from a church background necessarily. Like this this Christian like these special spiritual practices of Christianity, like prayer and reading your Bible and all yeah. those are things that are just like they're just kind of coming to mind. Like right. maybe I should try this, which is really fascinating. I think yeah. like that's like the spirit of God almost moving inside of your life For and sure. saying yeah. and drawing you and calling you. Yeah. Uh, so when you made that decision, what did that look like? Was there somebody with you? Were you by yourself? Like, where were you? You said after a couple of weeks, you're like, then I decided I was going to follow Jesus. What, what did that look like? Yeah, I, uh, was by myself actually. And, you know, just, um, asked the Lord to come into my life right in my room. Mm-hmm. It's like late at night when I was, I was praying and yeah, that's how it happened. Wow. <laughs> yeah. it's cool. And then. What was your life like after that? Was it the same? Was it different? Still suicidal? Still depressed? Still alone? Like, uh, what happened? Yeah, no, not at all. Um, just felt this, like, immediate release of, mm. and just felt like this inner peace. And it's not that I still don't, you know, struggle with anxiety at times and things like that, but it's just a, a whole nother level. And just, like, when I experience anxiety now, 
I, I still like find joy in that and I still press forward. Whereas in my former self, I would just kind of bury myself in shame mm-hmm. and uh, guilt and things like that. And so uh, just really seeing the difference in that. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. So you had like this new peace all of a sudden in the midst yeah. of no matter what's going on, you had peace. For sure. Um, that's pretty incredible. So your life begins to change, and as it begins to change, you're thinking to yourself, well, what? Like, I'm sure you're thinking, like, what's next, right? Yeah. And so I'm, I guess you're talking to Charlie one day, and he's like, hey, why don't you come to Africa with us? Yeah. What was that like? Well, uh, so actually going back a little bit, uh, one of my first prayers actually was that I would find just uh, this, you know, energy filled body of believers that I would be able to uh, join into because I was searching for a church, you know, a couple of weeks after I gave my life to Christ because um, I really wanted to join a community and just uh, be mentored and just, mm. you know, continue to learn more. And so uh, just before that, um, yeah, being able to get involved in a community has just been an absolute blessing. And so that's great. Yeah. So, so you, you found, found a church. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a friend invited me to church one night for a worship event and, you know, just met some incredible people there and just decided to, you know, find out more about it. And now I call it home. Awesome. Yeah. So you find a church and then somehow through that church, you meet Charlie and that's what gets you to Africa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> explain what was, what was that like? Like you're this brand new believer. Right. And I think the experience of many, many, many believers is kind of like, Hey, you know, I become a Christian and then I have to grow and I have to grow and I have to grow and I have and to I, grow and I have to I grow. sit in a pew for 10 <laughs> years and do nothing. I just yeah. intake, intake, intake. And then one day I'll be ready to make an impact right. somehow. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know when I when I read the Gospels, uh, Jesus said from day one to his disciples, "Come follow me, yeah, and I'll make you a fisher of men. I'll give you a purpose to impact this world for my kingdom." And uh, it's not long after that that he's sending them out village to village, and right. he right. he encounters the woman at the well, yeah. And from that day, she goes back. That very day, she hmm. encounters Jesus. She goes back to her village and tells them all that Jesus has done. Or I think of the man with the legion of demons, right? Yep. Uh, he's in this cave cutting himself. Uh, interesting thought that he's demonized. Demons are oppressing this guy, and that's what causing him to cut himself and, and have these kind of horrible thoughts. Uh, but he's doing this. D- Jesus casts the demons into the pigs. They run to the lake and drown themselves, and uh, he's totally transformed by Jesus right in that moment. Yeah. And Jesus says, yeah, um, why don't you stay here in this village for another 15 years? And uh, then one day you'll have what it takes to impact. Mm. No, <laughs> he's yeah. like, he's like, now you go back. He's like, Jesus, I want to come with you in your boat, man. Let's yeah. do this. He's like, no, you go back to your village right now and tell them all that the Lord has done for you today. And the mm. verse that then says, so he went back to his village and told them all that Jesus had done. Yeah. And um, man, like that's the model we see is from day one, Jesus calls people to live a life of impact, to mission. No matter their background, no matter where they're at, that's the vision he casts. And uh, it seems like you were getting a taste of that, like, hey, God wants me to do something. So I invited you to come with us on a trip to Africa to reach the unreached, visit villages, and Mm -hmm. see how we can spur on the movement. But why did you decide to go? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think just to – just really wanted to – I guess, humble myself and just to uh, put myself out there and, you know, just um, like really, truly experience the the 
the harvest um to yeah just be a part of that and yeah i really didn't know what i was getting myself into but um <laughs> it's, it was just one of the you know most humbling experience i've had and it just showed me that uh that the harvest is plentiful but the labors are still few yeah what is uh do you have a particular memory from africa or from being with the tribe or anything like that that like really sticks out to you as particularly impactful yeah um you know just the power of testimony and that just every individual has their own story to tell and you know it doesn't matter about your credentials or how much knowledge you have and just you know shows that you know everyone can have an impact for the kingdom just through Mm -hmm. sharing their personal testimony and um so for me just being able to to share my story with others and being able to uh see these other people hear jesus for the first time was you know just super impactful yeah uh i remember uh so we were speaking in front of a church and we had invited you to stand up in front of that church and share your testimony and it was awesome to see how god used it in the hearts and minds of people who were listening for sure and uh yeah, it's it, it like and like you're saying, you're like a brand new Christian. You don't have a bunch of education. You don't have a per, like you don't have yeah. some fancy seminary degree <laughs> or anything like that. You're just you're just sharing what the way that Jesus has moved in your heart. And yeah. we watched as that testimony encouraged and and moved people to sure. go even further in for Jesus, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What what was it like? There's another time um, when we met a tribal guy on a rock. Mm-hmm. We just hike up this rock. Yeah. He's, so we're looking this valley in literally the middle of nowhere. You could look for miles either direction at the top of this rock and see <laughs> right. just more bushes and yeah. dirt and rocks and big old salt lake there. And you'd find more uh, villages and huts from mm-hmm. place to place. But basically middle of nowhere, grass huts. We hike up on this rock and there's this guy sitting there. Uh, and it was a pretty cool moment, I think. Tell, tell us about that. Tell us the story. And um how did that feel for you? I, I haven't actually heard. I don't think we talked about it. What was that like experiencing that? Yeah, uh, with uh, Shakwa. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was his yeah. name. Um, yeah, it's just interesting. We were just climbing up a rock, and Shakwa had the duty of, you know, watching over his village to protect them from the cows, I think, from eating their huts. and. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, third world problems. Yeah. Um, Village problems is what you call that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the, the other tribes have cows. They're going to eat the grass off my home. I better watch and, and shoo them away. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're just, we just started like a simple conversation with him. And uh, it just kind of really showed me the, not process, but, you know, just how simple it can be to bring the gospel into a conversation. And that, uh, yeah, there's no reason to overcomplicate things but it was just so interesting to hear about uh just you know their worship of the the sun god and things like that and that they just never heard about jesus and so um yeah i do remember that um i got to share my personal testimony with him which was you know super powerful and um when he did say you know i want to follow jesus that was just brought so much uh inner joy to my heart yeah um one thing that I really love that you just said, I mean, I like everything you just said, but one thing that <laughs> really particularly stands out to me about what you just said is uh, this idea of how simple it is to share the gospel. Right. Um, I, I agree with you. I feel like as Christians, we have like heartily overcomplicated it. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we like 
we come up with methodologies and we we're like just memorize this and do this and blah 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 and i think people really begin to feel like well what if i don't do it right what if i don't say the exact right word at the exact right time right but your experience was well you know we just asked about what he believes and then Mm -hmm. i shared how jesus had changed me and what was the result of that encounter um well he decided he wanted to follow jesus and i think he was just really able to to relate yeah Um, yeah it's pretty exciting i mean that's one old tribal guy sitting on the rock in the middle of nowhere (laughs) worships the sun god interacts with ancestor spirits demonic spirits Hmm. and uh just watching some huts and here we are we didn't expect to see him it was an unplanned event right yeah we're just like let's hike up that rock all right man let's do it let's see what's over there we hike up the rock and hey what's up man how you doing there's shakwa sitting there (laughs) yeah like well i guess man, we better share Jesus with him. Yeah. And uh, pretty awesome to see the Lord use you that way and transform this guy's life. And uh, yeah. Makes me wonder if we took better advantage of other everyday situations. It seems like it's easier sometimes for me when we're sitting in the middle of nowhere, Africa on a mission trip, like to engage people. But like, how cool would it be if we took on that as as a people, as a culture in the United States, as Christians in the United States, doing the exact same thing, mm. wherever we are, sharing the message of Jesus with yeah. whoever we might happen upon, rather than waiting for the Sunday morning event or the Wednesday night event or the right. Friday night event or whatever, but yeah. just making it a daily practice. Yeah. I mean, our lives should be mission. That's it. Yeah. Every day is mission. Love Jesus, love others, advance the kingdom no matter where I'm at. It's mission. I exist for mission, for the glory of God and his purposes on the planet. And uh, that's why we're here. Uh, That's what we should be about no matter where we're at, no matter what we're doing. I love how good old Keith Green puts it in one of his songs, like God wants more than Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights. He wants every part of your life. He wants everything. Uh, Otherwise, we're kind of wasting our lives, I think. Yeah. So what's next for you, man? What is God leading you to now that you're kind of following yeah. him fully and you've decided to go all in? You've even been on a mission trip. What What's next? Yeah. So um, I'll be off to uh, college next year at uh, Colorado Christian. And, um, yeah, just going to put myself in and just going to get involved in more opportunities um, just for the kingdom. I'm going to look for different ways to just um, – be volunteering over the next year and just uh yes kind of see where it goes from there but um yeah colorado christian i'll be pursuing engineering for now um Mm -hmm. not sure exactly where that's going to lead me but um you know just going to be obedient to the lord and just see where that takes me and if that changes or not Mm, awesome yeah it's great man well, Vince, uh anything else you'd like to share with those who are listening (laughs) i I got a question before we go what is, uh, if you were to give an encouragement to someone who might be on the fence right now, yeah. who's think, thinking to themselves, gee, I don't know if I want to follow Jesus or not follow Jesus. I don't know if I want to go all in. What would be your encouragement to you, to them, or what would be your advice to them? Um, I guess my encouragement to them would be, well, at least for me, what's been so impactful is just, like I mentioned before, the intimacy. Mm. And so... I would just tell them, like, um, you know, Jesus knows you better than anyone ever would, and it's not even close. And, uh, you know, he knows your needs. He knows 
uh, your pain. He knows your past, but he also has a plan for your future as well. And so um, it it may be tough for people to, you know, get outside their boundary. Like I know for me, it's been tough at times, like wanting to do things my own way. But yeah. I've just seen, you know, several times that when we just surrender that things really just begin to come together. So I would just say the biggest thing is definitely obedience and um, and patience as well. Awesome. Yeah. I think that's good advice. Yeah. I think intimacy changed my life too. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and that leads to obedience. The one who loves me obeys my commands. Yeah. Jesus said, we prove our love to him by obeying what he said. Uh, we disprove our claimed love for him by right. disobeying everything he said. Yeah. So uh, I think that's, that's key. Uh, uh, an obedient life to mm-hmm. Jesus, to love him, to love others. And I think that you've discovered that that's a joyful life yeah. as well. Uh, doing what Jesus says, uh, joining his mission. One of the greatest joys we can experience is seeing him transform other lives, and we get to right. be a part of that. Yeah. Man, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, any final words that you would share with those who are listening? Um, yeah, just uh, stay in God's word and, you know, just be uh, fervent in prayer because uh, that's definitely something that uh, has opened my eyes. Mm-hmm. It's just that uh, our generation and just in general, we just— uh, need to have you know more prayer and we need to be you know confident in that and knowing that the Lord will provide not in a way we may think of or not the way we may see it as but nevertheless the yeah. you know Lord will provide our needs awesome amen well Vince it's been awesome having you bro yeah thanks so uh, much thanks for joining us and yeah thank you all for listening to this episode <laughs> of fuel for the harvest uh, we really appreciate when you share this with others Uh, Maybe this has encouraged you or challenged you somehow. Uh, And if you wouldn't mind subscribing on Spotify or Apple or sharing this on social media, we'd really appreciate that. And uh, yeah, uh, God bless you. And let's keep getting out in the harvest and seeing what God has to do.